Welcome back to the Courage Within podcast with your host, Libiere. In today's episode, we're going to be diving in into the courage to celebrate. Y'all, I am turning 40 this Saturday. 11-11 is my birthday. I'm going to be 40 and it seems like I'm going to be turning 25, y'all. I feel so young. I feel so young in the Lord. I feel like God has redeemed so much of me that I feel like a teenager. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Maybe not a teenager, but my gosh, I don't feel like I'm about to be 40. When I was young, I thought 40 was like old. I mean, I really thought those who were 40, I'm sorry if you're already 40 and beyond that. But you know, when you're a kid, you're like anyone over 20, they're like, oh my gosh, you're way older. So in my mind, this number 40 has been looming in the back of my mind. And I had no idea. I had no idea what journey I would go through this year grappling with the fact that I was turning 40, um, mourning the old, you know, the old me, like the the parts of me that are not going to ever be the same, having to have acceptance for getting older and my body changing, everything changing. So I wanted to talk to you about the courage to celebrate even when we feel like we don't want to celebrate. I don't know if you are anything like me, friend, but my birthday brings a lot of really hard emotions. I don't know if it's just birthdays do that. In my personal testimony, my birthday marked a very traumatic event. I don't want to speak about it today because I want to focus on the celebration aspect. If you want to see my testimony, go watch the episode, The Courage to Heal. I talk about me healing from that trauma uh, with the Lord. And I talk about it in depth. If you want to catch that episode, it's definitely a good one to hear. But today I'm going to focus on the fact that celebration doesn't just happen, right? Like some of us that have grown a little bit have realized that Christmas magic doesn't just happen. We make that magic, like the parents make that magic happen, right? For the little kids. And you grow up and you're like, dang it, <laughs> who who's going to create a celebratory spirit in me and make me feel excited about Christmas. Well, when you get older, I feel like celebration goes by the wayside and we forget to jump into celebratory moments. Maybe for like a thing that you've been waiting for, maybe like you got a new car or you got a new job. Maybe there are moments that you're kind of like, oh yeah, I'm going to celebrate big. But oftentimes we forget to celebrate the tiny victories. Often we forget to celebrate the moments that actually matter. Those tiny little ordinary moments that you know they say romanticize your life. I feel so on board with that because If you don't have room right now for contentment, man, there's no way that we're going to be content with anything else. If we can't be grateful today for what we have, there is no room for more because if we don't see what we have now, we can't see more coming, right? I want to encourage you and I because, hey, I am included in this. I forget to celebrate the fact that I'm alive sometimes. I forget to celebrate the fact that Jesus loves me and that he is my best friend, that he is my savior. Like that is the biggest cause of celebration that I could ever possibly imagine. When I truly think about the life that Jesus has given me by his death, his life and his resurrection, that in itself causes me to be super excited. But I often 
push it to the back of the mind, push it. And I don't, you know, and I, it's like this mundane, get up, wake up, do the day, go to sleep, do it all over again. And sometimes when we get in stuck in ruts, it might be because we are not taking the time to celebrate our life. And I know you might be thinking, Libier, I have nothing to celebrate. You should see where I live. You should see what I have to go through. You should see what has happened to me in the past. I understand life is very challenging. And this is why it takes courage to celebrate because celebrating yourself isn't easy because a lot of us are dealing with self-hatred. I know for me, I dealt with self-hatred for so, so many years. And until I realized the love of Jesus and I read God's word and read it out loud to my soul, the word of God transformed every part of me from a self-hatred mentality into a not self-love because I can't have self-love without knowing Jesus's love, without tapping into the love of Jesus and him being my perfect savior and him being my righteousness, him being my worth, him being my value. His word has transformed my heart, my mind, and my soul into a loving, Christ-loving person that loves myself because God made me, not because I have something to boast or that I have something super special. All of us have something to offer. All of us have something special from the Lord, but it doesn't make us better than others. It just makes us different. It makes us uh, like a puzzle, you know, a piece of a puzzle to glorify the King of all Kings. And I want to read to you um, a Psalm as I was grappling with the fact that I was going to be 40 this week. I was low-key a little depressed, okay? I will be honest with you. I was a little depressed about getting older. And may I just be truly honest with you? I am a really prideful person. I I, I battle pride a lot of my life. And pride goes into two spectrums. Pride can go into the low self-esteem. I'm no one. I, I'm, I'm stupid. I don't belong. Uh, nobody loves me. Nobody cares about me. And pride can go to the other spectrum too. I'm I'm it. I, I did this, so I'm I'm super cool. And I did this, so I deserve this and this and this, right? So pride is always um, my downfall because I don't see myself soberly and with the plumb line of Christ. And oftentimes my biggest prayer is, Lord, humble me. Lord, humble me. And I, I honestly kind of low-key hate praying that prayer because I know God's about to humble me. <laughs> But better be it that God humbles us than life humbling us, right? Or our circumstances of staying in pride or bad choices. I would rather have the Lord of mercy humbling me than my own stupidity and circumstances. I would rather submit under the love of God and his chastisement and his, um, he says that he it, he treats us like his children, right? So we, when we have kids, we're not going to leave them to do all that they want to do. We're going to, we're going to have consequences for them. We're going to, if we are loving our children well, we're giving them guard, guardrails. We're giving them rules. We're giving them guidelines. It's the same with the Lord with us, right? He is a loving father. So of course, I want to submit myself to his love, to his uh, encouragement, and to his correction. And 
I often say, Lord, please humble me because I know that I struggle with pride. And with pride, sometimes you don't want to celebrate. Sometimes you're like, uh, that didn't really matter. You know, the fact that I this week woke up and even though I felt depressed, I actually took a shower. I actually went on a walk. Those things seem too small to celebrate, but I want to position this to you. What if you took those things and you started to celebrate yourself? You started to celebrate your small, tiny gains. You started to celebrate your small, tiny wins. You started to celebrate those tiny things because then that action will propel you to celebrate the big things, which is your life, the fact that you are here on earth. So it is my birthday, but I don't know when your birthday is and I don't know if you're happy that you are here. I know for me, I wasn't happy that I was here. I didn't know that I was important. I felt completely invisible. I felt so much shame that I didn't feel like I was worth living. And now I celebrate my life because Jesus gave me what I cannot ever squander, which is his Holy Spirit inside of me, giving me a living hope. Because I have been a little depressed, I was journaling the other day and I said to the Lord, I said, I'm scared of becoming old and feeling irrelevant and feeling like I don't matter anymore. Especially as a woman, there's so much pressure to look a certain way, to be a certain way. And no, parts of me want to think that I don't care about getting older, but there are very many parts of me that are really scared. So I was honest with God and I said, Lord, please help me. I feel scared to be old and take a peek at what he answered me the next day in Psalm 92. I'm going to read to you all of Psalm 92 because it's a beautiful scripture. It says, It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness by night, to the music of the lute and the harp, to the melody of the lyre. For you, O Lord, have made me glad. Your work at the works of your hands I sing for joy. How great are your works, O Lord. Your thoughts are very deep. The stupid man cannot know, the fool cannot understand this, that though the wicked sprout like grass and all evildoers flourish, they are doomed to destruction forever. But you, O Lord, are on high forever. For behold your enemies, O Lord, for behold your enemies shall perish. All evildoers shall be scattered. But you have exalted my horn like that of the wild ox. You have poured over me fresh oil. My eyes have seen the downfall of my enemies. My ears have heard the doom of my evil assailants. This is where it gets good, okay? It's been good, but this is where it got really interesting and good to me. This is from verse 12 to 15. It says, the righteous flourish like the palm tree and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. They are planted in the house of the Lord. They flourish in the courts of our God. They still bear fruit in old age. They are ever full of sap and green to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. Listen, friend, God is so trustworthy. He has no blemish in him. There's no darkness in God. God is perfect. And because of that, we can celebrate the fact that he made us. Did you catch that? How great are his works? How great are his works? If he made the heavens and the earth, he made the ocean, he made birds, he made all of the flowers that are in this world. Like 
just think about for a minute all of the things that you see outside. You, yourself, when you look in the mirror, God made you. His works are wonderful. There is cause for celebration for that, right? We can celebrate the small so that then we can celebrate the big. And I challenge you today to take a few minutes today to celebrate something in your life, whether it be something small or big. Do a little happy dance. Feel that feeling of celebration without the enemy trying to rob that thought of, hey, something bad's about to happen. Because I know for me, I sometimes have a hard time with feeling happy and feeling really excited. In my mind, I think, oh shoot, what's coming? Please leave me a comment and let me know if I am the only one who thinks this, but sometimes I really feel scared to feel happy. Sometimes I feel scared to celebrate because I'm thinking, okay, what's coming around the corner? Something really bad is about to happen. And if you're anything like me, I hope that that breaks off of you and I in the name of Jesus, because we have reason to celebrate. We have reason to celebrate our life. We have reason to be grateful. If you're alive and you're here, you have reason to celebrate. With an atmosphere of celebration, God can do so much. You know, I wonder, I wonder what would happen to you and I if we decided that we were not going to entertain any fear in our minds. We were not going to entertain any condemnation, judgment. We were not going to entertain any shame. Let's be celebratory today. And because of that, let's be grateful today gratefulness and celebratory spirits come on we're going to be winners today because a celebrating heart and a heart who is grateful and content is ready for miracles to happen i hope that you enjoyed this podcast please share it with a friend who might need this word i love you so very much hey i don't know when your birthday is and even if it's a year from today happy birthday to you my birthday wish is that you would know and see that God loves you no matter what and that he will never ever fail you that you can turn to him time and time again and it doesn't matter the times that you mess up it matters the one time that he died for you to obliterate all of the things that you have ever done or will do it doesn't matter how many times you come back to him saying I'm sorry Lord it matters the one time that he died for you trust in the Lord with all your heart. That is my birthday wish for you. I love you so much. Here is to another decade of creating content for you. I'll talk to you next week. God willing. Adios.